0: At undergraduate I was actually admitted to study geology and my dad wouldn't allow that he said what because he's a geologist and he said what no, no 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 you are a woman you can't do geology and I said why he said no it's tough it involves a lot of field work you have to climb rocks pick up rocks blah 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 so I went back to the school and I did a change of course And rather than geology, I went on to read zoology and ended up being a pastologist. I think they felt, oh, this is easier than the other, (laughs) than reading geology.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which one do you think in the end might have been the easier choice?
0: I don't think any is easier. I don't think any is.
2: (laughs) That's Jackie Badaki. She's now a professor at the Department of Biological Sciences at Nigeria's Federal University of Lokoja. And while studying parasites may not have turned out to be easier than geology, that didn't stop Professor Badaki from going on to set records in her community.
0: First girl, first child, and right now the only one with a PhD. I'm in my community, the only one who is a professor, whether a male or female.
2: Welcome back to Africa Science Focus, the show that offers insight into the lives of the scientists that are paving the way to a stronger future for Africa. I'm Michael Kaloki. You've just met this week's science superstar, Jackie Badaki. She's a parasitologist, that someone who studies parasites in humans or animals. Professor Badaki has devoted her career to studying neglected tropical diseases, many of which are commonly referred to as diseases of poverty. Our editor, Fiona Broom, finds out more. Um,
0: diseases of poverty are majorly infectious diseases. That is diseases that are caused by parasites, bacteria, or viruses. They are called diseases of poverty because they are closely linked to poverty or impoverished conditions. For instance, poor housing, poor nutrition, poor sanitation, unsafe water, or even inadequate education. These are conditions that can increase chances of having any of these diseases. And that's why they are called diseases of poverty. And they are mainly found in developing or underdeveloped countries.
1: And why did you want to focus on these diseases? Why diseases of poverty?
0: Yeah, because I live in an area that is underdeveloped, as far as I'm concerned. These are the diseases that plague us and uh, normally can be prevented. But again, because of the conditions where we live, uh, there are huge problems here. Mm.
1: You've worked all across Nigeria, which diseases have you focused on in particular during your career?
0: Okay, over the years, I've done researches on helminth infections. Helminths are intestinal worms, like the roundworm, whipworm, hookworm, And I've also done some work on lymphatic filariasis. And my focus for the past 10 years have been on lymphatic filariasis. Maybe you've seen people or pictures of people with big legs called a so that is the disease. And the reason why I focus on lymphatic filariasis is it's a disease that has a lot of stigma attached to it.
2: Elephantiasis occurs when parasites carried by mosquitoes are transmitted to people. Infection usually occurs in childhood and can later cause the abnormal enlargement of body parts, such as legs. In 2017, Togo became the first country in sub-Saharan Africa to eliminate elephantiasis as a public health problem, followed by Malawi in 2020. But the disease is still a major health burden across the continent. About one-third of global cases of elephantiasis occur in sub-Saharan Africa. Professor Badaki has focused much of her research on addressing the stigma around the disease.
0: I discovered that the non-clinical aspect of diseases greatly affect the way people respond to an ailment. It affects when they even seek for treatment, it affects where they seek for help. So all of this strongly resonates with me because so many times with the right attitude, lots of health problems could have been avoided like the elephantiasis I just spoke to you about. If not for the PhD, I think I was among the many who felt elephantiasis was not a problem. But when I started the work, I discovered that these people, because they stigmatized, they actually hide. They hide, they wear long flowing gowns, big trousers, so that people don't get to know they have the disease. If I have an infantiasis, the first place I go to will not be a hospital. I will seek spiritual help. And then these delays, these delays um, seeking appropriate treatment. And by the time this fellow goes to one spiritual house to the other, one traditional healer to the other, it gets worse. So by the time this fellow is coming to the hospital, there's little the hospital can do. It's a reason for high divorce rates. If, for instance, a man has hydrocele, hydrocele, which is the enlargement of the scrotum, the woman is expected to stay with him, take care of him. But if the woman has elephantiasis, she's divorced, he picks a new wife. Because elephantiasis is seen as, you must have broken some taboo, maybe you were unfaithful to your spouse, or sometimes it's linked to witchcraft. So patients of elephantiasis are most often isolated.
1: Jackie, do you think that having more women in this field would result in better outcomes for women who are experiencing elephantiasis?
0: It will, it will largely improve it. Um, For instance, in very conservative societies, the women will not feel comfortable to come out and have a man examine their legs or the breast, because sometimes you have lymphedema of the breast. But with a woman, they feel more comfortable and then they can open up, but unfortunately, we have very, very few women in lymphatic larynxes. When it comes to management of the morbidity, that is management. I think for now, I'm about to the only woman involved in this in the
1: country. We know that less than 3% of the world's science researchers are from Africa, and less than one in three of the continent's researchers are women. You carried out a study for TDR, that's the Special Programme for Research and Training in Tropical Diseases. And as part of this study, you spoke to other female infectious diseases researchers to find out why women are underrepresented in science in Nigeria. What did you discover?
0: The first thing we did was to conduct a survey because we had to be sure in what areas we should be intervening. So there was this survey for women, women involved in infectious diseases or women who have interest to go into that area. And yes, they mentioned capacity building. They mentioned, well, we don't have the skills to write proposals to get grants. And some said, we do not even know how to write scientific articles. Uh, uh, we also found that research visibility of women in infectious diseases was very poor. Very poor. Among the participants at that workshop, I think it was an average of one paper in five years for most participants. And you agree with me, that is very poor. Yeah. Top, top on the list is family responsibilities. This difficulty in striking a balance between family commitments and the demands of um, research, research can be very rigorous.
1: Mm. And you've just told us how difficult it is for women to juggle family responsibilities and academia. And you yourself got pregnant after you began your doctorate studies. How did you feel about starting a family at that time? Was it difficult for you? Very difficult. In the first place, I I didn't have my
0: first child till the age of, I think, 38. And that for an African setting is very old. Again, because of career, I had to delay a lot of things. And even at that point, when I decided, okay, I think I should have a child now, I remember... I had to go somewhere in the southeastern part of the country for 10 days. I was monitoring a project for WHO. And my boy was just six months old and I had to go to the field with him. Yes, I went to the field with him with a nanny. So the nanny is in the car and I'm out in the communities jumping around. It was that tough.
1: Jackie, did you have any role models to look up to either when you were a young girl or when you were starting out in your career?
0: So I wouldn't say I had a role model, a female role model. No, I didn't have that. Um, my role model was my mom. She, she she, was in the arts. She's late now, but she positively influenced certain decisions I had to take in my career. And I think she also shaped my personality. But one thing that happened in her life that I think influenced me strongly was um, she got admission to proceed for a master's degree program in English language, I think. She got admitted But family responsibilities stood in the way because we have five children. She had five of us. And I was, I think I had just finished my undergraduate studies then. And the other four, no, three were still in the university. And she felt, oh, I can't leave these three and go on thousands of kilometers away to do a master's course. And of course, people were talking, how can you leave your family behind? What kind of study? What do you want to do with it? So she abandoned it. She never got registered. And each time I reflect back to that moment, I felt she didn't reach the full potentials of her life. I, I felt she was cheated. And that kind, kind of gives me... Um, some kind of drive, sometimes, uh, never to give up on anything.
2: That's Professor Jackie Badaki, not your typical lab scientist, as she describes herself. That's all we have time for here on Africa Science Focus. But to find out more about how Professor Badaki is advocating for women in Nigeria, head over to www.sidev.net. That's www.scidev.net You can also catch up on all Africa Science Focus episodes on your favorite podcast app and don't forget to leave a review Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis with editing and reporting by Fiona Broom. Africa Science Focus is produced by SciDevNet and distributed in association with your local radio station. I'm Michael Kaloki. See you again next week. This program was funded by the Carnegie Corporation of New York.